This, this is Brock and Salk. Brock Eward is my hero. Jay Buter just punched me in the kidney. Powered through the Alaska Airlines studio. On Seattle Sports. What we're going to do, you're a manager. That really worked that way, Sherm. This is a show that has my name on it. It kind of does, though. Brought to you by Carter Volkswagen and Ballard. Now, here are your hosts, Brock Eward and Mike Salk. Hello! It was ugly. It was nasty. It was brutal. It was enlightening in its own way, but it was not fun at all. Mariners get their butts absolutely kicked by the Texas Rangers this weekend. Uh, They've now lost five of six games, and they appear to be in a bit of a free fall now out onto this road trip after playing some slightly better baseball, hitting the ball a little bit better and continuing to just rely on their pitching. It seemed like everything all just went up in smoke over the course of the last six games as they were trounced in four of those six, right? I mean, trounced by the Yankees twice, trounced by the, by the Rangers twice. They had one close loss and one close win. And in those two wins, they scored what? I'm sorry. In the, in those two close games, they scored a total of one run. So it is, it has been an ugly, ugly situation for the Mariners. And, you know, again, you don't like to judge effort. You don't like to judge what's in anybody's heart or mind. But I said it before and I'll say it again. Dead team walking. They look like they're sleepwalking through this season. And they have looked that way at times, actually more than just at times. That's how they've looked for most of the last two months. Like they've just been sleepwalking. Like their consistency is nowhere near where it needs to be. Like the focus has been lacking. Pitch to pitch, focus offensively, having good at bats, grinding through them. All the things that we tend to praise when it comes to to baseball and to hitting, they're not doing any of those things. And I know there's a lot of people out there who think it's because they don't have the right players. I disagree. I think they've got enough good players on their team. They're not playing well. Those players are not playing up to their ability level. And they've now done it for so long that I think the players that were playing at their ability level, specifically their starting pitching, has been stretched to the point where now they're past their breaking point. And you get all of those things happening at the same time. And Justin, you were absolutely smart, I think, earlier to bring up the word belief. When you stop believing in each other, when you stop trusting each other, that's when you start to get the games like they've had over the course of the last week mm-hmm. where they're non-competitive. And it, it all starts with themselves. Like you stop trusting and believing in yourself, not just each other. That's even worse. Well, it sure seems like that's been the case. They're not trusting each other. They're not believing in each other. They're not trusting themselves. They're not believing in themselves. And because of it, you have a Mariner team that is terrible. And on the verge right now of ending their season months before they were supposed to. Forget about, you know, are you going to playoffs and this and that? How about, you know, make it to July, boys? Because right now they're on the verge of embarrassing themselves. They're on the verge of becoming one of those teams we look at and talk about. And what's so, uh, you know, hard about it is when that happened in 2010, they were mostly a collection of veterans and you could say, all right, this team was awful and unlikable and you could move on from Sean Figgins, you know, soon into the next season and Kochman, some of those older guys. If this team blows itself up, then what? Because you're mostly young. This is the core. This is the nucleus. 
this is Julio and Kelnick and the young pitchers. And this is mostly Cal Raleigh. These are the young guys, J.P. Crawford. This is your nucleus. This is who you've built around. And I'm not sure what you do at that point. If, if, if that group starts to not trust each other and themselves, can you get it back? Yes, you can. And they're going to have to. That's why, you know, just sitting here and saying, well, all right, this season's lost. Oh, well, let's move on and play for next year. Not going to work for this group. There's too many young players who are part of your core and your nucleus. And so Scott's got a big challenge ahead of him. Jerry and Justin have big challenges ahead of them. Because right now, these players are are on the verge of walking themselves right out of this season. And that's a tough spot to be in. Hey, buddy. Yeah, it's like unstable internet. It is bad. Yeah. It's just super frustrating. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's uh it's it was it was tough. It was a tough one. And let me put at least one silver lining and one positive on this. And I'm I apologize if you said this over the last 5 minutes, but it, it was as I kind of just sat on this weekend and prepared for today and thought about it, the silver lining is this weekend showed you what you are and what you're not. I mean, th- this was as definitive and as clear. And, and I, you're not this bad. I mean, you're not 30 to 9. You're not this bad. But you are clearly, right now, this team, not in a place to compete for a World Series, not in a place to compete right now, frankly, for the American League West. And, and, and with the American League, it's currently constructed. I don't think you're in place to compete even for a wild card right now. And well, certainly hard, the way they're playing right now is, is the way they're playing right now. I right. mean, I mean, right way, now they're not even competing for they're like the A's. I mean, they look terrible. That's right. So, I mean, that that if you if you go in and you're like, OK, right, this is what uh, it's funny. You'll you'll hear this Salk, as you get older through these youth sports and as, as your kids do compete in them, you'll hear like, you know what? We really do want to face good competition. We don't want to just blow people out. Right? You'll, you'll hear parents say that, like, no, really, it's good. It's good when we compete against the best. And then when you get your teeth knocked in, you're like, oh, may, maybe can we just go back and play that local tournament against the junior high teams? Like, that was a lot more fun to win than it was to play against the very best and to, to measure yourself and to see actually where you're at, right? Where, where, you know, you are, where you just stack right now. You've played the Rangers six times. They've beaten you five. Mm-hmm. They beat you in your place without Corey Seager and a few of their other pieces. I mean, they... They, they have beaten you five of six in this weekend and their building wasn't competitive. So when Justin and Jerry and those guys, and, and I don't know if ownership, John sits in those meetings today on an off day, they happen. They got two of them this week. It just so happens you have two off days this week to pull out those legal pads and say, men, where are we really at? We went into this thinking we are World Series contenders with this roster and right now we're not. So what, what are we going to do about it? Yeah. You know, I mean, I hate to even say this, but this is just where you're at. Do you start to talk about selling? Do you start to talk about actually moving some pieces this season with some of the injuries to Robbie and Marco and some of the situation going on and saying, you know what, maybe maybe it's time to replenish a little bit rather than a, than a time to go and buy and spend any other assets. I, I don't know, but everything has to be on that legal pad and everything mm-hmm. has to be on the table because that was a pretty heavy well, again, piece they, of humble you pie. you got two months or uh, two months before you need to answer that question, right? I mean, so the, the play over the course of the next two months is yep. going to determine the answer to that. I, I don't hate the idea. I mean, you know, if you do end up continuing to play like this and you get, you know, into mid to late July – 
and somebody sees value in a rental for Teoscar Hernandez or whatever the case may be, yeah, they may go in that direction. Yep. The problem you run into is, you know, I don't know that they have anybody who's going to bring back anything of significance in a trade market. Are they just, you know, in terms of veteran players near the end of their deal? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you know, Suarez or, or Teoscar, I don't know that they, they have a lot of that. Yep. But more importantly, and I was just sort of talking about this, the guys who were the nucleus of this team are going to be here for a while. So the way you handle them, right, and the way you handle the rest of the season, I think is going to say something to them about what you're looking for for next year and the year beyond as well. Yep. Yep. And I'll tell you this. I mean, I loved, and maybe this is just the football guy in me, but I loved Cal Raleigh's expression. You know, I loved him not holding back. I loved him finally kind of just calling out and, and, and expressing and emoting in a way that we've not really heard yet, right? We've heard a lot of, well, we're good, and players don't think that way, and, and players don't worry about that way, and they, they, just, they, they can't approach it that way. Well, Cal, Cal Raleigh <laughs> approached, <laughs> approached it like, I don't know, every once in a while I certainly appreciate, and that yeah. is, you know, we, we were embarrassed. Yeah, and they were. I mean, and Scott said the same thing, and they were embarrassed. It was embarrassing to watch. I'm just going to disagree with you a little bit on the whole. Like, I, I don't think they're as bad as they've been. I think this roster is still perfectly capable of competing. And at five and a half games out in the wild card, I'm not going to say today that they're toast because mm-hmm. we saw what happened last year when people all declared that you right. know, a month from now. That's right. But you're getting real close. Yeah, and it's you're, a di- and it's real a di- close to walking yourself out of that possibility. It is, and I know we got to run, and I know we can continue this. Uh, and you know what? We'll continue in twenty minutes. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna actually take some phone calls. People are gonna dunk, Brock. We're we're gonna lower the rims and oh. allow people to straight up dunk. That's coming up in twenty minutes after everything you need to know next. Brock and Salk, Seattle Sports on seven ten. Need to know. Fifteen minutes past every hour with Brock and Salk. Here's what you need to know. First, number years ago, Brock, the Mariners went to Houston for four game seas, uh, series, and we said, "Just don't get swept." <clears throat> yeah, well, <laughs> the one yeah. thing you couldn't do this weekend, just don't get swept. And not only were they swept, but they were swept in the worst way, blown out in two of the three games, non-competitive. Scott Service, pretty unimpressed. We're not playing, you know, winning baseball against top flight teams they are a top flight team based on the start they're off to this year and you have to give them credit again it's one of the best offenses we've seen all year so a uh, ton of credit there and on the flip side you know we didn't pitch our best or play our best in this series so that's really a combination of both they sure didn't uh close loss shutout on friday as luis castillo was great and then blown out saturday 16 to 6 brian Wu was rocked in his major league debut and then a 12-3 whooping yesterday to finish off the weekend bryce miller knocked out early for the second straight game as he didn't pitch well either. Yeah, you, you begin to wonder if some of you youngsters, and Bryce in particular, that, that has a whole lot of inventory, if this is a couple teams in the Yankees or Rangers that hit the ball better than anybody else, has made some adjustments. And now the young kid has got to make them back. Woo, yeah, I was just overwhelmed. I mean, when you have no secondary pitches against that lineup, the best in baseball, top down, I mean, their eight, nine hitters are hitting over 300. You know, as I tweeted after that Saturday night game, that is a lengthened lineup. That's a unique roster. I did a bunch of digging on that as well, and, I, and you know, hopefully we can we can get into that conversation about draft, develop, and trade because they've done all of that, and then they put the S on the top of it with a spend on their pitching staff, and that's been the difference for them. Salk, they can they they can hit. They've always had teams for mm-hmm. for twenty years that could hit, but they've not had the starting pitching and the bullpen and a closer and the consistency that they're getting there. And because of it, well, right now 
They're arguably the best team in baseball. Well, nine and a half games back are the Mariners. They're under 500 again. Watershed moment for this team. Do they have the guts to play up to their talent level? Do they show up in San Diego and Anaheim? Or do they let this weekend ultimately destroy a season that had a lot of promise but has never gotten going? Here's the second thing you need to know. Oh, and by the way, with the off day today, they've got some injury concerns as well. Marco Gonzalez missed his start on Saturday with forearm soreness. That might be one of those things that's a non-issue, or it could be the precursor to Tommy John surgery. We just don't know yet and probably won't find out until tomorrow. Makes the rotation real young, though, in addition to the offensive problems. And it would sure be nice if Chris Flexen had done anything this year to show that he deserved to be back in the rotation. Instead, he has done bubkis. I mean, he's really had a, a tough go of it this season. Dylan Moore and Andres Munoz both have been rehabbing. Jerry had said we would see them potentially as soon as tomorrow, so we'll find out whether or not they get going. And then J.P. Crawford had to miss a game yesterday as well. Yeah, it's banged. It's a contusion thing. I think he's going to be be okay. We'll have to wait and see how it is, you know, for tomorrow's game, but, um, you know, just a funky play. It happens. A crazy game. A lot of crazy wild plays in that game. Yeah, so he's got a little knee issue, and all of a sudden, not that health has been a major concern for them this year, really hasn't mm-hmm. been that bad. It's a little one starting to mount up a little bit. Yeah, but with Wu being the 10th starting pitcher this season, that matches the complete total of all of last season. We knew that the health of last season was not sustainable. That's just uh, that, that was a fact going into this season. It is why they didn't trade Marco or Flexen or Wu or some of those other arms in this offseason. Uh, and those injuries have mounted with, mounted with the arms. I, w- I would say good news, though, on the injury front with Munoz and Penn Murphy. Remember, Penn Murphy mm-hmm. was excellent the first month and a half of the season as well. Both those guys pitched in Tacoma last night. Both pitched, pitched shutout innings uh, in a Rainier's win. And both of them, if Jerry was right with us you know, over the last couple weeks, should be expected on this road trip. We will keep our eyes open. Here's the third thing you need to know. Seahawks will start mandatory mini camp practice tomorrow. Pete Carroll happy with where his team's at. Yeah, we're going. We're rocking along here. This uh, the tempo of our of our days and stacking good days after good days has been a good. It's been a good sign for us. We're on the move. Things feel like um, like we're making progress. We're getting to see the young guys and, and getting them plenty of turns to start gathering information, and um, they seem to be assimilating well. Some of the free agent guys also. And uh, so everything's really on the ups right now. So we're really happy about what's happening. i got a couple guys we're waiting to get back uh, injury-wise. But other than that, we're in pretty good shape. This may surprise you, but Pete Carroll's optimistic. Uh, Is he really? Yes, he is. Stacking good days, fun good days. I like it. I would say one of the benefits he has with Gino and with DK and with Tyler, especially offensively, your best players, they do like practice and they do like ball and they do like being around that building and getting their their work in. And that is a that is a positive. I think bringing Bobby Wagner back is also important on that side of the ball. I think Quandre loves football and, and you know, has been beat up and had to battle through injuries himself over the course of his career. The other captain and voice. So you throw Bobby and Quandre, Gino and DK and Tyler and you got a bunch of veterans there with a lot of other young guys, Mike, that look up to them in the way they go. The rest of them go. And the way they go is they practice and they enjoy the sport and they enjoy being in that building. And that is a big deal in the offseason. Tough end for the Husky softball team. They had a great run, beat Utah Friday, then lost two straight to Florida State and then Stanford. And Brock, two awesome stories in the golf world this weekend. Victor Hovland wins the Memorial yesterday in playoff and then and beats a whole stacked field. I mean, it's a big-time field. Today, mm-hmm. you know what he's doing today? 
No. He's caddying for his college teammate and his good buddy for 36 holes in U.S. Open qualifying. Oh, trying to qualify. How awesome wow. is that? that so is he's so going to cool. go walk 36 holes carrying the bag for his uh, roommate from college at, uh, or at uh, Oklahoma State. And meanwhile, yesterday, Stanford women's star Rose Zhang turned pro, what, last week? And then yesterday she won her first tournament, her first ever start on the LPGA Tour, the Mizuho Women's Open. She's the yeah. first in 72 years to win her debut on that tour. Yeah. You said she was not Tiger-esque, and I don't think anybody can be because of the barriers that he broke. But as far as talent goes... Oh, she's ridiculous. There were like number of top 10 players. That was, that was a field loaded oh, yeah. with the best women's golfers in the world. And she beat him the first time out. It's unbelievable. She's phenomenal. Yep. She she really is special. See, and we she, knew Salk sometimes, someday. Yes. All of that afternoon watching on the couch. Dude, I watched her <laughs> all channel. of the. I've watched a lot Salk, of. Rose I know Zang you've watched her since she was twelve. Kyle I know. And Simeona and I have like 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 long women's college golf conversations waited for this day. You've waited for <laughs> this day for years. Well, she was pretty awesome yesterday. All right, there you go. That's everything you need to know. I tried to make a little uh, point earlier about how she lived up to the expectations, which is so rare in this day and age. And maybe there was a little comp to the Mariners in there. All right. Uh, People are very mad at the Mariners and at me. And uh, we thought we would bring those two things together and give you guys an opportunity to dunk on me. We've got some great sound effects. We've got uh, we've lowered the rims. So if you want to just straight up posterize me, here you go. I'll lean into it. I'll take it. I will, uh, you know, crumble. Who's who's the worst posterization of all time in the NBA? Alton Lister. Is that who posted him? Who who Sean did that? Wow, that's that's the Sean Camp one. Yeah. yeah. Who did uh, did Tom Chambers dunk on? Because that one's pretty bad too, right? Yeah, that was pretty good. Who did? Who got dunked on by Ewing? Didn't Ewing? Didn't Ewing get? I mean, one? John Starks dunked on Jordan, which was Pippen a phenomenal over moment. Pippen over Ewing, Pippen Ewing. Over Ewing yeah. Starks over Jordan, like well, yeah. all of that. If you so. dunk hard enough, yes. As well, I'm going to give every whoever dunks hard enough gets a special sound effect. Really? Yes. Whoa. You've got a special one for the harder Whoa. dunk. Well, I'm mean, if anybody dunks well enough, they're getting a sound effect. Let's just put it that way. Okay. So we've got sound effects and yeah. a special one for the very best. Mm-hmm. All right, 866-979-3776. How do you feel about the Mariners right now, and how do you feel about my saying they were going to be good? <laughs> <laughs> Dunk away, people. <laughs> Let's rock and roll next. You're listening to Brock and Salk. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. On Seattle Sports and the Seattle Sports app. Oh, I thought maybe we were going to play some of my greatest hits uh, talking about this Mariner team over the course of the last six months because obviously it has uh, gone a bit awry. They uh, don't look very good right now. They have completely squandered the first two months of this season, one that began, at least for me, with a whole lot of hope and excitement because I thought that this is a team that was going to take what they did last year, build upon it and improve, and now kind of go on. And instead, exactly the opposite has occurred. They have really been challenging to watch so far this year because not only have they not played good baseball, they've not played a likable brand of baseball, right? They just haven't done a lot of the things that we've expected of them. So we wanted to give everybody an opportunity to dunk on me, 866-979-3776. Justin's got some some dunking uh, paraphernalia around to uh, prepare (laughs) ourselves for this. Are you ready for this, Brock? I think so, yeah. I'm going to be a good teammate. 
Are I'm you? Gonna be, yeah, I'm going to be like the Warriors teammates that picked Alton Lister up <laughs> off the ground when, <laughs> when Sean Kemp. Oh no! Dunked him. How's your yeah. face? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to. I'm not going to like walk away. I'm not going to have one of those faces like <gasps> and just add to it, like, <laughs> like the like the scream face. Right. Like, I'm, oh. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to pick you up after you get dunked on. That's, that's right. what good teammates do. All right. Here we go. Eight six six nine seven nine three seven seven six. Chad's in Bremerton. Good morning, Chad. Hey, good morning, guys. I appreciate you taking my call. I don't have any attempt at dunking on you, but I feel like they are on the fan base with their takes. I mean, some can be unrational. But regardless, my problem is, and I think it's a lot of fan problem, is that the Bruins hey, buddy, uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I appreciate uh, that you don't want to uh, dunk. I'm going to swat you! But i got to put you on hold here because your phone's not working. So uh, that didn't work. 866 <laughs> Let's try Robert in Issaquah. Robert, good morning. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. And before I begin the trashing, I just want to give a shout-out to Brock. Brock Heward, thank you for being on the air. During my dark times, I used to listen to your podcast, and it actually helped me out, and I'm clean for now about five years. So oh, I just wanted man. to show that is awesome. you know, shout that out for you. That is awesome, and right. there's going to be some new ones coming out this month. So that is, uh, that's great great to hear. Thank you, brother. Okay, bring it. Let's go. Soften okay, well, you know, Sock, I've been listening to you since you came back, and I got a pair of Depends for you because you are full of – you know, I just when I'm listening to you talk about the Mariners, I have to wear some because it's just like, what the heck is going on and what are you talking about? You know, I sit here and watch the game with my wife and I'm like, one of these jokers have got to be fired. And I'm not talking about you, Salk. I'm talking about either Scott Survey or Jerry Depoto because this is disgusting. I remember going out to Redmond RBI baseball and this lady with curly hair used to pick me up. And I go, Mom, who is this lady who's picked me up in this van to go play baseball in Redmond? He says, you don't know who this lady is? I was like, no. That's Dave Niehaus's wife. Mm. Be nice to her. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I had no idea that my family was very close to the Niehaus's. Been a friend of the Mariners for a long time, but I am so sick of this. I am really sick of it, and I'm sick of you, Sock, talking about how good they're going to be and how you okay, bow down okay. and kiss Jerry right. Depoto. Okay, okay, okay. No, no All right. more. Okay. All right. Jeez. <laughs> Oh, no. Ow. Well, you know, it's not every day you get dunked on by somebody who calls him Scott Survey. So I know. I, I, I was wondering that if was, that was purposeful. I don't <laughs> get the sense that it was, which I got to tell you, it takes a little bit of the oomph out of the dunking. I mean, I'm willing to get dunked on, but... Is it possible that's the French pronunciation and we've never known? <laughs> is it? Is it is. possible that it's Survey? I, I think if you've never actually watched the Mariners before, you oh. might call him Scott oh, Survey. Oh, 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 oh. I don't know. Oh, oh. Right? Okay. I don't, right? I don't know. I mean, look, look I'm happy back. to get dunked on, but like, I mean, you got to get the names right, don't you? Guys, I'm sitting here. I'm offering myself up to you. I'm willing to just stand here and get posterized. Don't miss the dunk. Don't get don't get your hands caught on the rim by getting a name like and Scott Survey. What? S U R V E Y. You knew you weren't gonna let that slide. Well, how can you? You like, can't oh, dunk no. on somebody when you say that. Oh, no. Eight six. Come on, you guys do better than that, please. I am I am standing here like in the charge circle, hands over you know my groin to protect myself, knowing I'm gonna get knocked backwards and end up on a poster. I said that this was going to win, team would win 95 games. I said this team was going to be arguably and had the potential to be the best Mariner team of all time. 
Come on. I said they had a good offseason. Let's go. The best you can do is is Scott survey. Come on. You're better than that. Adam is in Baffle. Adam, 866-979-3776. Adam, good morning. Oh, good morning, Spock. Nice to talk to you guys this morning. Um, you know, you can't I dunk by like... starting off to say, it's nice to talk to you. If you're going to dunk, Sorry. dunk. That's like lifting the guy, like shaking hands before you posterize somebody. Sheesh, everybody's so brave in their keyboards. I love how you, you get on the phone, people let's that go. they are allowed to call in and dunk on you, and then you're just you're yelling at back. everyone the whole time. Well, dunk then. I said you're allowed to call up and dunk. Okay, not come dunk. Up hey, Let it's him nice dunk. to meet you. Let him dunk. Sheesh. Go. Go, Adam. Uh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Thank now you. You sound um, nervous. I just think that, that they didn't bring <laughs> I didn't think they brought in the right guys, like, Wong, to me, was just a retread of Adam Frazier, a small NL Central second baseman who just, I don't know, doesn't, I think that hasn't seemed to work in this park in Seattle. Jasper uh, Hernandez, he's a good player, but I just don't think he's great. Like, he's his best year was 21, surrounded by Guerrero Jr. and Simeon having great years and just like, you know, I don't know. It just felt like they were really cheap this offseason. Like, they really did. They chose Tommy LaStella. We didn't make anything because they thought he could do what Carlos Santana did last year, which, you know, was a good player. But I think he just, you know, I know he's not great, but I think he just brought a leadership to that locker room, you know, and Hernandez, I think he production-wise does what Hanager did, but Hanager was a leader in that locker room. And I just don't really think these guys were leaders. Like they brought in, you know, players that can play probably good in the right situations, but there's not leadership in that clubhouse. There's not playoff experience in that clubhouse and they're, Relying a lot on young guys and second year guys that just didn't weren't able to really live up to what they thought they probably would be like, and just like I know I don't know that's just my opinion. Sorry, <laughs> I probably should have more. Hot. There you go. Do I got anything? Huh? Do I got any sound effect? I don't know. Justin's Justin? on the phone. Justin, we need you. But we need a sound effect for God's sakes. Come on, we're being dunked on over here. What's going on? I wasn't sure if that one was really worthy of being oh. dunked. Well, oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa. There's yeah, a lot of, uh, I don't know, but, uh, I mean, may, maybe, but I, you got to bring it if you're going to get it. Sure. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you more like I got a floater layup on me or something yeah. like, I mean, come on. Okay. okay. Now we got right. some on the line here, bro. Okay, but, but, but can I just give one from, I don't know, Larry Stone? Can, can Larry, from a Larry Stone column this morning, can, can I give you a Larry Stone paragraph or do you want others? Should yeah, we give others? Okay, we got phone calls here. 866 oh, okay, Let me get Chad in Bremerton. Chad, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me this time? Oh, yeah. Bring it. Okay. Perfect. I mean, I just think you're really hard on the fans. You don't like to listen to other people's takes, it seems, in my opinion. I mean, my biggest flaw is that DePoto's talked for years now, but especially this last offseason, have to lengthen the lineup, get guys who can string hits together. But then you fill the you fill the lineup with a bunch of dudes who are striking out upwards of nearly 200 times. I mean, Eugenio, as great as he was last year, struck out 196 times previously in his career, 170, 180. Teoscar's the same way. I just think everybody thought, man, we're right there. We're banging on the doorstep of the Astros. Let's go make a big swing, bring in some big time dudes. Let's finish this guy. Let's finish this off. Let's take down the Astros. The Rangers did it. Unfortunately, we didn't. You bring in Colton Wong knowing the defensive switch was changing. There's no longer a shift, so he's going to have to be even better coming off his worst defensive season ever and one of the worst in Major League history. 
Teoscar's a strikeout machine. Where and then he comes on the radio Depoto every Thursday and he's telling you guys, well, we're a home run hitting ball club. That's what we do. But yet we need to lengthen the lineup and we need dudes who are going to stretch out the lineup and string hits together. You didn't build a team to do that. You got a bunch of big whiffers, and so it's not a surprise when a guy gets a walk or a guy gets a hit. And then they're stranded because you got dudes going up there thinking home run every single time. So it just doesn't make sense. Be one or be another. But I'm tired of listening to the back and forth between DeBoto flipping and flopping on what he wants to build. Go Mm. in that direction and then I'll shut up. Bring in some big time boppers, not these middle ground guys like Colton Wong. No, like maybe six years ago. But not, not today. And Teoscar, sure, he's not playing up to his baseball card, but let's not act like he was coming in here to be some superstar. Like, he's not. And I wish that we would have gone that route. The Rangers have two of them, and it's paying dividends now that Seager's back. And DeGrom's not even with them. That's what's frustrating, is it doesn't feel like they took the big swing when we were right on the doorstep. And they captured the city. We got the all-star game coming, and we've completely flopped because, to me, we went pretty medi- mediocre, mm. and I'm tired of the defense over it. I don't get it. Mm. Wow. Goes by Bullock. Oh! Drops the sledgehammer. <laughs> the sledgehammer. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pre- that's pre- I mean, the numbers right now, right, 60-plus games or so, wherever we're at, I mean, those numbers are real for this team. Yeah. Their strikeout rate is third worst in all of baseball. Four of the top five strikeout guys are on this roster. They're not hitting home runs. They're 20th in the league in home runs right now. Those additions of Wong and Pollock and LaStella and uh, it was just and Teoscar having one of the worst years of his career. I mean, th- those were the offseason additions, and they are not paying dividends. Right. What to that point of them being a little in between? Is there is there something to that? Right. I mean, that's where we were constantly ripping Jack Sorensic because it was flip flopping. Mm-hmm. We're going to be this, and we're going to be that, and we're going to be this, and. It, is there a sense that they're a little bit in between? Is that is that a fair criticism? Well, I think that's what he's saying. I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to defend anything. I'm not going. to. Oh, you're just going to get dunked on. I'm okay. just getting right, dunked next. on. I, I get, if next. you want me to argue, I'll argue. But I'm, no, 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 I'm not going no, to. I'm just go. here to get dunked on. Eight six six nine seven nine three seven seven six. Let me try Becky in Seattle. Good morning, Becky. Yeah, hi, good morning. Um, you know, Sock, honestly, I'm just kind of disappointed in you. Um, the Mariners do this to us every year. They lift us up with hope. And a true Mariners fan knows not to give in to that hope because they know, we know that they are going to let us down. And you, you, you gave in to the hope. You built all of us listeners up with hope. And so I'm not mad, I'm not frustrated, I'm just disappointed yeah. that you fell for the Mariners' trap of hope. You know what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. I know. That's, that hurts. Yeah, oh. no, and that's that's yeah. like the knee that like oh. catches you right in the solar plexus as you're I'm going up for another the dog. one. That was a good lord. Yeah, Becky. <laughs> good lord. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna ask Becky, she has to be a kook. Right, and, 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 you can hear the pain. You it can is. hear it. Yeah. I mean, that is the challenge yeah. in those of us that know and, and, and are friends with Cougs and Mariner fans. Yep. Oh, you just feel for them because they've just lived this life of turmoil, <laughs> right? And just waiting right, for hey, the other shoe I got to like, so many calls oh, here. Okay, like, people right, really go. want to dunk. Joseph right, is in Roy. Good morning, Joseph. Hey, how's it going? I'm not going to get into too much detail or pointing fingers. But I've been a Mariners fan my whole life, so I've lived with the disappointment. And I'm not even a basketball fan, but I am ready to sell the Mariners. 
hidden NBA team, and you can leave with them. That's how they do it in Roy. They don't mess around in Roy. I'm surprised. No. I would think I'd be popular in Roy. Uh, but it's we, should, we should get you that shirt. I'm big in Roy. Yeah, that's surprising. I really would have expected that my act would go over well in Roy, but I guess it doesn't. As the mayor of Roy. <laughs> Where Shots. is Roy, Brock? Is that outside of Ording and Yelm? Oh, yeah, I'm going to guess because that's so. uh, that's my kind of people. 866-979-3776. Let's see. Let's try Jeff in Shoreline. Hi, Jeff. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How's it going? What's up? Uh, I just want to say, so I think that for anybody who thought the Mariners were going to be significantly better this year, uh, was a little delusional uh, for two points. Uh, the first is a lot of their success last year was buoyed by a 14-game winning streak mm-hmm. uh, right around this time a year ago, which you can't expect them to do. And without that, they would have never have even sniffed the playoffs. Uh, not to mention the fact that uh, in I think in, in Jerry and Scott's tenure, only one time have they followed a season with a good one-run game record with a, another season with a one-run game winning record. And to think that that would continue, and that, that was the last two years, mm-hmm. uh, usually they, they go really well in run-run games. They get all this hope. They think they're going to be better the next year, not realizing they're not beating teams handily. And then the next year they falter. Last year was the first year that they had two consecutive good one-run game records. And then this year to think that that would continue is a little delusional. And what have they done? They've lost one-run games, and they're not even keeping games close so they can win in the end. Appreciate the call. There you go. Well, I got some more. 866-979-3776. Justin's kind of harsh on the sound effects. I know, yeah. He didn't, he didn't like that one. The People got to bring it. You yeah, know? I mean, you got to actually dunk. I mean, again. I mean, he's speaking analytics. He's talking regression True. to the mean. Right, a lot but, of regression right there. This is to dunk on something. Yeah, I mean, like, layups and runners don't get a, you know, Marvel. Russell Wilson's streaming. basketball tape. That's right? not what we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Ira is in Spokane. Good morning, Ira. Good morning, Mike. You've been pimping East Coast weight loss for a long time now, but we all know that you lost the weight carrying Jerry's water for the last six months. <laughs> oh, it hurts. It's like that's a gut punch. You got more? Can I just? Can I? No, I just want to say real quick that was really hard because I absolutely love you and Brock. You guys are fantastic. <laughs> Oh, you guys are he great. understood the assignment, though. Did he call it West Coast weight loss? No, he what said East Coast. No, he did. <laughs> east Side, I think. You said East Side Weight Loss Clinic. East com, Coast right? or West Coast? I well, think. hey, dude, you know what? Don't worry about it. Poor <laughs> Ira. <laughs> oh man, we got more. You want more? Eight six six nine seven nine three seven seven six. Come on, we got some more dunkers like Preston in Linden. I'm gonna guess I'm huge in Linden. Good morning, uh, Preston. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Be better if the manners didn't suck so bad right now. Um, it isn't so much of a dunk on East Dalton. Well, offseason, I agreed with you, except uh. for the uh, Colton Long trade. That, that was hot garbage from the start. Yeah. But uh, And then what you said this morning about the team looking like they're dead and playing playing like they're asleep, I'm starting to think maybe this is Scott Service's fault. I love Scott. It hurts me to say that. But we had the same problem last year until we got in that fight and turned it around. And now this is another year in a row of looking dead. It might be time to... Think about moving on from Scott. Like I said, it hurts to say it, but uh, it's looking that way. 
Appreciate the call. There you go. Uh, more of a dunk on Scott than on me, but I mean, Scott, Scott Survey. Scott Survey can wear a little of this as well. Certainly, uh, this shouldn't all be on me. I mean, I'm, the job. I'm only partly at fault for what the Mariners have done this year. We've got to blame Scott for at least a little of it. Uh, you want one more? we got one more. 866-979-3776. Bruce is in Issaquah. What's up, Bruce? Good morning. Well, since uh, somebody already stole my water carrying water line, wow. I, I don't know. Are you doing any squats or any getting on your knees a lot? Oh, uh, well, hey. just, oh come on! All man. I know is you're defending them not spending money in a big market, and they've never spent money. They they acquire yes, Hernandez, who maybe should be a a DH or a bit player, uh, and you keep defending him with this. Uh, Luis uh, Castillo is the big offseason ad. Well, he was a midseason last year, man. Go out and spend some money. Mm-hmm. This this area deserves it. We've been faithful watchers. Stuck. Uh, I'm a Kook fan now because my kids go there, and I'm used to losing now. <laughs> been used to losing for years. Jeez, man, quit quit carrying their water. Call them out. All right. We'll call them out. Thank you. Uh, there you go. Bruce gets the last word. Brock, what did you think? <sighs> it made me a little uncomfortable, not going to lie. I got a little bit of sweats. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but I think it's healthy every once in a while for, for people to just emote, to like Cal Raleigh did yesterday, to, yeah. just, to just let it out. And you know what? You, you took it there. You got it off the ground a couple times. You, you laughed, which is good. And I know this is hard. I, I, I know it's hard. It's hard. This team shouldn't be this bad. I mean, they shouldn't. They should not be performing this way. Right. And, and I don't know how many times we have to just kind of scream and yell and say, play to your baseball card, play to your baseball card, play to your baseball card, Tao, play to your baseball card, Suarez, play to your baseball card, Julio, play to your baseball card. And it, it, it's, it's not happening. It's not happening. So I understand you know, those people's frustrations a sure. ton. Um, I, I went back, I, I did quite a bit of a digging on a, on a long plane ride home off of a great vacation and looking at a lot of numbers and stats and acquisition sulk and looking around baseball. And you know what? A lot of the names, the Trey Turners and the Correas that you could have spent big money on have been a disaster, Yep, a, a worse disaster. Well, not Colton Wong. He's the worst in baseball, but yeah, you know, you didn't spend those the money. Guys have been awful. I mean, they've just been so bad. Yeah. So bad. It's so, not as simple as spending money. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I got to keep my mouth shut. Yes. I'm not going to say anything positive. I'm not going to make any excuses. I will say this. The guys that the Mariners got this offseason have been universally terrible. Yep. Other than Gott and uh, and uh, Topa. I mean, some of the relievers have been good. But the yep. hitters, the bats that they got this offseason have been universally terrible. They have every single one of them been disappointed. Every single one of them was a bad move as of today. Tay Oscar, bad. Colton Wong, awful. Honestly, AJ Pollock might be the worst of them. He's been un, un, unbelievably bad outside of two or three games that he kind of won them. I mean, he's been yep. he's been terrible and and especially bad at the role he was brought in to do, which was to hit left-handed pitching. He's yep. done that essentially historically zero. bad. Almost historically, <laughs> like, almost historically bad. In a in a way that is so bad you couldn't possibly have even imagined it would happen. Yep. So uh, and 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 who is that on? Jerry Depoto and Justin Hollander. Yep. Very clearly, that is them. That's not payroll, that's not coaching or management or anything like that. Who who's responsible for bringing in the players that have been bad? Justin and Jerry. That's their job. 
Yep. Right. I mean, now what you do with them once you get here and why there's this sort of funky aura around the team. You know, I, I don't know about all that. Ultimately, that's going to be Scott's, you know, responsibility to kind of get that stuff moving. But the fact that every one of the bats they brought in this offseason has failed. That's on the people that brought them well, in. And I will tell you this, man. It is really challenging my belief in incentivization. It's really challenging my belief in <laughs> just kind of yeah, of just kind of tasting and not jumping fully in. Right? It's really like wow, you know, you these guys should be motivated. I mean, Teo is in the mm-hmm. biggest year of his career. Colton Wong's trying to survive. Because AJ motivation Pollock. doesn't do that much in baseball. Nope, it just doesn't. It just it, it's a different sport. And you know, you know, I'm not making any. I have more excuses that I was going to make, but I'm just, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to care. stop myself. Like to dunk on me one more time, I please, don't care. Justin. I like to be annoying, Justin. Dunk on me one. I just give me one more, so I, I fully appreciate this awful situation that I'm in. Goes by Bullock. Who is that? Is that uh, Kevin Harlan? That's Harlan. That's Kevin Harlan. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Quite a few people on the text line disappointed in the callers yeah. that no one dunked on you for saying that the Rangers aren't for real. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. yeah. <laughs> but I have, I have a, I have a sense that our friend tomorrow, Mr. Passon, I know. Yeah, he and I argued said about they it. were for real yeah. three weeks ago. Yeah. I'm going to have a sense he may. He may bring that up tomorrow. It seems like maybe he will. So don't worry, those of you who wanted an extra Ranger dunking. uh, Jeff will be here tomorrow, and something tells me there'll be some more medicine for me Mm. to take. Shane and Dreher will join us next. We can find out some of the details of where this team goes from here. It's Brock and Salk, Seattle Sports on 710.